Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up. It's called Act Now. The public is weighing in on D.C.'s crime bill. I'm Kate Ryan. Concrete blocks now anchor the national Christmas tree. On the Ellipse, I'm Dick Iuliano. As two local dog owners get their stolen pets back, another Frenchie's been taken in our region. Well, now that COVID is passing, is our life expectancy rising again? Not necessarily. We'll go in depth with the Washington Post at 6.15. How some area kids are coming together to help a 16-year-old girl save her eyesight. I'm Mike Marilla. On Wall Street for the day, the Dow was up 13, the Nasdaq down 23, the S&P was off by 4. We have the Capitals on the road in L.A. to take on the Kings, and the Wizards are going up against Orlando. It's 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacey Lynn. Hamas released 16 hostages during the pause in fighting today, among them an American. President Biden speaking from Colorado before boarding Air Force One. Layout Benin is safe in Egypt. She's crossed the border. I talked with her mother and father. They're very appreciative and uh, things are moving well. She'll soon be home with her three children. More from CBS's Lilia Luciano. We spoke with her family earlier, her father and her sister. Her sister traveled from Portland, Oregon. They're eagerly, anxiously awaiting her return, of course. But they say that this reunion that they're expecting will happen tonight will be bittersweet because her husband, Aviv, is still being held hostage. It is the final day of Israel's ceasefire. Secretary of State Blinken is there now in intense negotiations about possibly extending the truce. If this happens, Mark Regev, a senior advisor to Prime Minister Netanyahu, says... We should be receiving a list later tonight, possibly in the early hours of the morning, which will say who is to be released tomorrow. And that means we can know that this process of the pause is bringing back our people and it can continue. Back in Washington, the House is expected to vote this week whether to oust Congressman George Santos. Speaker Mike Johnson isn't all in. I personally have real reservations about doing this. I'm concerned about a precedent that may be set for that. CBS's Skylar Henry reports on a final goodbye to former First Lady Rosalind Carter. A tearful pastor, Tony Loudon, called her the greatest First Lady. Our First Lady excelled them all. The 99-year-old former president also attended, as did the couple's extended family who remembered the Carter's extraordinary marriage. Dad got used to mom disagreeing with him because she was really good at it. Some help for asylum seekers in Chicago. 17 churches are opening their doors to migrants under the Unity Initiative, including Grace and Peace Church, which already offers a food pantry and a resource center filled with donations. As long as the crisis is there, we're there. It shouldn't be for anybody. We serve the homeless in Chicago, too. Allison Keyes, CBS News. You're hungry while flying and hate waiting for the flight attendant to bring you a snack? Well, starting tomorrow, United will offer grab-and-go snack stations so you can get your own. The key Kiosks will include a limited supply of complimentary water and things like fruit bars and bags of snack mix. Some long jet blue flights already offer a similar service. They call it the pantry. On Wall Street today, the Dow closed up 13 points. NASDAQ and S&P 500 both down. This is CBS News. 
You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 603 on WTOP. It is the evening of November 29th, 2023. Clear skies now, 38 in D.C. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour. The plan is to tackle the spike in crime in D.C. by doing things like limiting loitering, making it a crime to wear ski masks when you're going to commit a crime, and changing policing policies. Well, more than 80 people signed up to tell a D.C. council committee what they think about the proposals. Anacostia resident Sky Lawrence told the D.C. Council's Public Safety Committee there have been a lot of murders near her home. One I witnessed where two men wearing ski masks shot up the building next to my house. Lawrence supports the Act Now crime bill, which includes making the wearing of masks or hoods illegal if the purpose is to commit crime, intimidate people, or cause fear. Because so many people in Ward 8 have seen people committing crimes wearing masks. But Ashley Ruff, an advisory neighborhood commissioner from Ward 7 and and a mom objects to that provision. My child feels comfortable wearing a hood going to school, and it's not to commit a crime or anything. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser's proposed crime bill would change police use of force policies and limit loitering. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Breaking news this evening, an armed carjacking on 12th Street Northeast happened this afternoon, and it turns out the victim was an FBI agent. Happened about 345 when two suspects took the agent's car. The vehicle was found abandoned on 15th Street Southeast less than a half hour later. At last report, nobody was hurt. More details on the way. It is 6.05 after being blown over in gusty winds earlier in the week. The National Park Service has righted the National Christmas Tree. And final preparations have started for the official lighting. WTOP's Dick Giuliano reports now from near the White House. With the 40-foot Norway spruce back in place, performers took the stage for a pre-show rehearsal for Thursday's official Christmas tree lighting ceremony here on the Ellipse. The National Park Service says the tree's been reinforced with additional cables and concrete blocks. And the rehearsals here are for the show that accompanies the lighting, which is all recorded for playback on CBS December 15th. The annual Christmas tree lighting always involves numerous traffic and parking restrictions in the area of the White House from Pennsylvania Avenue south to Independence Avenue. On the Ellipse, Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Detectives are investigating another case of a dog napping around here, this time in Fairfax County. Police say a man went into a house on Traley Woods Court in Springfield just before 8 o'clock Monday morning and tried to steal three dogs. Investigators say surveillance video shows the suspect was only able to grab one, a dog named Queen, and then drove off. The other dogs were seen running around in the neighborhood, and police say a friend of the dog's owner was able to get the other two. Now, you may have heard a D.C. woman told police a man stole her French bulldog last Saturday. The dog was returned to that owner yesterday, and just today... A dog taken in a carjacking in Prince George's County was returned to its owner safe and sound. To see a photo of the most recently stolen dog from Springfield, go to WTOP.com. 606, several Loudoun County teenagers came together through music. They even helped to save the sight of another teen. 16-year-old Blessing Amuga lives at a Loudoun County homeless shelter with her mother, and she's battling keratoconus, which, if untreated, can lead to vision loss. I didn't know how I was going to manage my 11th grade school year. 
because my eyesight was going, it was getting worse. But in comes the Stage Foundation and a group of six kids. Found out that Blessing needed eye surgery for both of her eyes. I believe in miracles. 15-year-old Renee Caliuri is among them, and through music, the group is helping Blessing get the surgery she needs. One has been done so far through donations they receive for performing. For Blessing's mother, Mercy, the group is, well, a blessing. They took my cry and made it into tears of joy. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Well, coming up in money news, after traffic and weather, Google Maps changes aren't very popular. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 608. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Time for traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's head to the WTOP Traffic Center and check in with Dave Dildine. Deal. Let's start on the Beltway in Virginia. Outer loop slow in the main lanes from the Dulles Toll Road past Route 7, but the broken down truck was wrangled onto the right shoulder. All lanes are open. The pace remains slow, so the team of the 495 Express Lanes wants you to know to save time. You can hop on the Express Lanes now. Interloop still a slow ride in the mains and the Express, getting out of Tyson's and through McLean across the Legion Bridge to River Road. And in Parts of Montgomery and Prince George's County. Beltway traffic still heavy, like on the Interloop and Silver Spring in College Park, like on the Outer Loop from Lanham through Greenbelt. Baltimore-Washington Parkway still sluggish northbound near the Beltway and southbound out of Laurel. 95 works a little better. 29 southbound out of Columbia still riding the brakes past 32. Crash involving two cars should be over on the left shoulder now, though. 270 northbound still heavy through Gaithersburg. 50 looking good heading east to the Bay Bridge. There is a crash, though, in Bowie northbound on Route 3, north of 50. Traffic is slow on Route 3 to a point before the first 450 intersection and past that crash. There is one on Route 4, southbound south of 408 Wayson's Corner. Units are still on scene with that one as well. In the district, freeways are still pretty crowded, but no lane blocking incidents on 395 or 295. And in Virginia, southbound traffic is still sluggish, coming south of the Pentagon toward the Alexandria exits. 66 westbound, slowest traffic is between Centerville and and Manassas. There's a crash in Haymarket on Route 15. It is southbound near Leitner Road, where police are directing. The crash on Route 28 northbound on the 7 West ramp. Well, that one appears to have been cleared. Go Electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go Electric at FitzMall.com. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. We have the latest forecast from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. 30 this evening. It will be chilly out there. In fact, we're down to freezing by 10 p.m. So bundle up for Wednesday evening plans, even early tomorrow. Upper 20s. You'll want those layers on with low 20s outside of the Beltway. The afternoon on Thursday, partly cloudy with a high of 55. And that's pretty much where we should be for this time of year. But don't get used to it because Friday we're tracking rain. Saturday it's up to 60 degrees, but we will have some showers later in the day. And Sunday could be a washout. Right now the chances of rain on Sunday at 6 I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are down to 36 degrees in northwest D.C., brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 610. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour to Jeff Claybaugh. What would be a huge health care merger is reportedly in the works. The Wall Street Journal says Cigna and Humana are in talks about a possible merger. Gaithersburg-based Novavax just won a key endorsement for its COVID vaccine. It's been added to the World Health Organization's emergency use list, giving Novavax access to vaccine markets in nearly 200 more countries. 
Have you used Google Maps recently? Recent changes are not getting good reviews. Roads are now gray, not yellow. Water is now teal, not deep blue. Parks are now mint, not green. Google defends the changes, saying they allow for more detail. The Dow finished the day up at just 13 points. The S&P 500 index down four. The Nasdaq down 23 points. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Whole Foods Market. Get produce at Whole Foods Market. Shop avocados from Mexico and get two large Haas avocados for $4 with Prime through December 5th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up, life expectancy is on the rise in the U.S., but have we gotten past the deadly pandemic? We'll hear from Joel Achenbach of the Washington Post in just a few. 6-11. Grantchester's Morven Christie and Ozark's Peter Mullen star in Payback, a new Britbox original crime thriller from the creator of Line of Duty. I can't take your money. Why not? Your husband took it. That's why you're in this mess. When her husband is murdered, Lexi Noble learns the truth about his secret criminal life and soon becomes involved in a dangerous sting operation. My husband was not a criminal. Stream Payback and more must-see original series with a free trial at BritBox.com. At Navy Federal Credit Union, we want to share special thank you messages this Veterans Day. And who better to hear them from than your friends and family? Happy Veterans Day to my husband, Timothy Golden. We are so proud of you. I'd like to shout out Brendan Barrett, who served as an infantryman in the U.S. Army. Sending a happy Veterans Day shout out to my amazing husband, Shane Dixon. And from all of us here, happy Veterans Day. Use hashtag gratitude mission to thank a veteran and honor their service. Your service inspires ours. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. How can federal agencies address cyber vulnerabilities while also transforming operations? One smart approach is attack surface management, explains Maximus's Michael Sieber, Senior Director of Cybersecurity in the series Forward Thinking Government, sponsored by Maximus. When it comes to digital transformation, you're looking at a bunch of integration of different software, hardware type activity for security. Some things are going to be interoperable out of the box. Others are going to take some configuration. That's the danger, that misconfiguration, making sure that things are integrated across the board. Attack surface management is where you're trying to make sure that you can see your entire network, understand what the risk is based on the vulnerability that's there, and prioritize that. Make sure that you're addressing the high-risk items first, and then you're mitigating so that there is less attack room for an adversary to gain access to your networks. Visit Maximus.com slash federal to learn more about how to transform your agency's operations securely. Coming up, a commander's captain responds to Jack Del Rio's firing and Aaron Rodgers a step closer to what may be a miraculous return. We've got sports for you coming up in about 10 minutes on WTOP. I was running until I wasn't. My hospital stay would have cost nearly $48,000, even with insurance. But with VA, I'll pay zero. And VA is the best, most affordable health care in America for veterans like me. Knowing that my family is waiting at home and a surprise medical bill isn't, that's good for my heart. My service was then. My benefits are now. Get what you earned. Visit choose.va.gov. Not all veterans are eligible for the type or amount of benefits mentioned here. When you choose Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield for your team, you get exactly what's in our name. Care First. We're transforming health care to make care more affordable and more accessible for you, your business, and your employees. With the support of a team dedicated to the health of your people and access to a network of over 1 million providers, we've got your back 
and theirs with care. Learn more at carefirstforbusiness.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Life expectancy is up in the U.S. That, according to the latest data from the CDC, it jumped by more than a full year last year to 77 and a half years. But the study shows we have not fully recovered from the years lost to COVID. Joel Achenbach covers science and politics for The Washington Post. He joined us a bit earlier to explain how the pandemic has affected life expectancy. The numbers are a little old. I mean, the way the CDC does this, the numbers come out almost a year late. What it tells us is a couple things. One, the recovery in this country from the pandemic was slow. In fact, if you look at 2019 to 2021, we lost 2.4 years in life expectancy. We got 1.1 back in 2022. That's not quite halfway back. Probably I mean, a year from now, when the next set of numbers come out, we'll see that 2023 we've done better because the pandemic has eased. But these numbers really capture what a big crater in life expectancy the pandemic created in this country. Joel, what's behind all of it? Why are we not living as long as we're expected to? We've done these stories in the Post this fall exploring that exact issue. And it's it's many different factors. Some of them are things we've talked about a lot, about the gun homicides, you know, high rates of, of homicide in this country, the drug overdoses. I mean, no other country has our level of an opioid crisis. But the other thing is there's so much chronic disease in this country that's really separating us from our peer nations. We're talking about heart disease and lung disease, diabetes, obesity is through the roof in this country. And those chronic diseases we found are statistically really suppressing life expectancy. And it explains why our country is is starting to lag far behind other peer nations that are similarly wealthy nations where we're really lagging. And we've lost basically more than a decade of what had been a, a steadily improving metric, which was life expectancy. For most of the 20th century, in the early part of this century, those numbers kept going up. Well, we peaked in 2014. And have certain ethnic groups suffered more decline than others? Absolutely. If you look at the pandemic, Native Americans had the biggest impact. Blacks and Hispanics also lost a lot of life expectancy. The disparities that were already there, you know, by racial and ethnic groups were exacerbated by the pandemic. And these numbers really show that clearly. Joel Achenbach covers science and politics for The Washington Post. Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. President Biden says he has spoken to the parents of an Israeli-American dual citizen released by Hamas tonight and says she'll be reunited with her three kids soon. She was one of 16 set free this evening. New proposals to fight crime in D.C. get a public hearing even as we learn an FBI agent was carjacked. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. It is 618. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we'll start with Dave Dildine in the Traffic Center. Montgomery County, a couple crashes around Gaithersburg. One on 355 at Shady Grove Road below 370. And another one on I-370 westbound between 355 and 270. On 270, no crashes. Northbound traffic still heavy nearby, as it is on the Beltway, both ways near the Legion Bridge and on the Interloop from 355 toward University Boulevard. Congestion remains farther around through College Park as well. Bowie to Crofton, Route 3, 
northbound, heavy and slow from 50 toward a crash before the first 450 intersection. Route 4 southbound, a slowdown between Upper Marlboro and Waysons. The crash response remains south of 408, Waysons Corner, causing that backup on Maryland 4. U.S. 50 moving well between Bowie and the Bay Bridge. In Virginia, on the interloop, traffic remains congested from Route 7 to the Legion Bridge. Outer loop traffic still slow from the Legion through Tyson's broken down truck after 7 on the right shoulder. Units are looking for a new crash where they often happen this time of the day on the outer loop south of Gallows Road. Watch your mirrors for the fire rescue response. 66 westbound, still heavy, getting out of Centerville, as is the outer loop getting out of Alexandria and 95 southbound through Woodbridge across the Occoquan toward Prince William Parkway. Zelle helps you easily send money to people you know and trust, like friends and family, even if they bank somewhere else. Learn more at Zelle.com. I'm Dave Deldine, WTOP Traffic. All right, Mark Pena joins us once again from the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Mark, you're saying not quite as cold as last night. It was cold enough. Right, that's for sure. Uh, it's going to be a cold one. Most areas will dip below freezing tonight, but not as cold as we saw this morning. We woke up to teens and 20s this morning. Tomorrow, we're waking up to 20s and 30s. So we'll, we'll have to take what we can get, right? Uh, tonight, uh, those south winds continue. That's going to help moderate those temperatures. Uh, but again, still a cold one, and especially outside the Beltway. Temperatures will be in the upper 20s to low 30s. Uh, for your Thursday, looking like another sunny one to start, we'll start to see some increasing clouds by the second half of the day. We're going to stay dry, though. Temperatures will be in the 50s. Heading into Friday, our next storm system arrives and it's going to bring the chance for some afternoon showers that could last into the overnight hours of your Friday. Temperatures staying in the 50s. Uh, Saturday looks like we'll dry out during the day uh, after a few lingering morning showers. Temperatures staying in the 50s and into Sunday. That's when we're tracking our next chance of rain as another quick moving system approaches our area. Uh, Sunday looks very similar to Friday in that the rain chances look very isolated to scattered. Not a complete washout like we saw last week. Over the entire weekend, rainfall amounts look to be about a quarter of an inch of rain or less. And then we'll start next week mostly dry with temperatures again staying near seasonal averages that's going to be around 50 degrees uh, so outside right now if you're going out to make sure to bundle up because it is going to be a cold one just a tad warmer than we saw last night right now i got 37 in southeast it is 35 in rockville and i have 34 just outside springfield thanks mark coming up on wtop i don't like change nobody likes change but that's what's coming to alexandria i'm neil augenstein 621 don't miss frozen the musical audiences and critics are melting for this is your chance to embrace the magic celebrate friendship share the joy and let it go like never before Disney's Frozen comes to the Kennedy Center Opera House December 20th to January 21st. Don't be left out in the cold. Tickets on sale now at kennedy-center.org. Hi, it's Julie Olavangi. And Tony Perkins from News 4 Today. And the best part of our morning is you. We love hearing why more of you wake up with News 4 Today. This is the team that helps me rise and shine. The energy that you guys, it comes through the TV. The banter, the humor. That's relatable. Um, I don't want anything else but town and fool. Oh, my family. You so and you're a part of our family, too. Join us for News 4 Today on NBC4 weekday morning starting at 4 a.m. We're working for you. Dad's doctor says it's time to focus on quality of life and comfort. I'm not sure where to start. I'm glad you called, Jessa. We can help. 
When you reach out to Jessa, our hospice nurse will meet you at home for an assessment that's completely covered by Medicare to create a comprehensive care plan so you can truly be present in the moments you and your loved one share. Medicare and most insurances cover hospice 100%. Contact Jessa at JSSA.org. Proudly serving Montgomery County. At the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program, we're helping you spend less on your prescriptions. With the FEP Medicare Prescription Drug Program, eligible members with Medicare can pay lower out-of-pocket costs for higher-cost drugs and get additional approved prescription drugs than our traditional pharmacy benefit, all with the same FEP premium. There's even a cap on the amount you pay out-of-pocket on prescriptions each year, helping you save money. That's the benefit of Blue. Learn more at fepblue.org slash MedicareRx. This is WTOP News. 623. A multi-million dollar grant will help bring new homes and construction jobs to Prince George's County. It's all thanks to a Pittsburgh-based company that works with nonprofits to build modular homes. The company called Module just won $3 million through the Housing Affordability Breakthrough Challenge and is now looking to manufacture and sell homes in Prince George's County. Marquise Kofer is the Director of Development at Module, which works with local governments and nonprofits that get housing grants as opposed to going direct to buyer. And so they're passing along those savings to the home buyer who's just buying the home outright but at a lower cost, below the cost of construction. They're all electric energy efficient homes typically sell to people making around 60 to 80% of the area median income. The company is also looking to expand to Baltimore and Richmond. John Dome in WTOP News. 624 and the band is getting back together <laughs> for a sequel to the mockumentary This is Spinal Tap. The numbers all go to 11. Look. Right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and most of 11, the amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All these years later, that yes. line still gets to me. No word on the boys have found a way to get it to 12. Mm. Uh, Rob Reiner directed, wrote, and starred in the original 80s classic. He confirms they plan to start filming with the original cast starting in February. And get this, Reiner's also teasing some possible big-name cameos, including Garth Brooks, Elton John, and Paul McCartney. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Rob Woodfork is here. The Commanders are back at practice getting ready for the speedy and high-scoring Miami Dolphins on Sunday. Their first game since Jack Del Rio was fired. You're a team captain, Kendall Fuller. How's it going without your defensive coordinator? Yeah, it's a little weird. Especially, I think this is my fourth year here, so I've been used to having Jack and Beast out there and things like that. So it's definitely a little weird. Um, and, you know, you hate to see any of this happen uh, in football, whether it's during the season, off season, and things like that. And at the same time, you know, it's a business. you got to um, go on to the next, next game, go on to the next as they round out their new look defensive staff, the commanders are reportedly adding Jim Salgado on an interim basis. He was the cornerbacks coach for Michigan State this season and spent the previous six seasons coaching defensive backs with the Buffalo Bills. At today's practice, the D was without Emmanuel Forbes and James Smith Williams. Center Tyler Larson was sidelined on offense. The Jets offense could get a big boost as the 21 day practice window for Aaron Rodgers to return from injured reserve is open. Just 79 days after he tore his Achilles. Down a level, South Carolina Spencer Rattler announced he's